So hello and welcome back to Holos Pod. We've got a lovely guest in on Squadcast from London today. Grace is a creative PR kind of branding girly um, who studied creative direction at London for Fashion and is now moving into the big world of PR. Um, do you want to say hello, Grace? Hi. Hello, Hi. hello. Yeah. I need to stop saying hello, hello in all my podcasts. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week's episode is going to be slightly different to the rest of them because we're kind of looking more into broader trends and branding within the realm of social media, more specifically in the light of celebrities. Um, we'll kind of split the podcast up a little bit and look at kind of some interesting celebrity trends we've seen over the past year or so. And then yes. because what fashion student would not take the excuse if it came to them to have a look at the Met Gala because oh, there's yeah there's a lot of um controversy around the theme and what actually went down and whatnot so yeah we thought let's have a little episode to have a natter and break that down because there have been some really interesting celebrity things I'll start sounding off some ideas Grace might throw a few in kind of just like the rest of the podcast like a very open conversation and um, but this one will kind of be more kind of like led between the two of us as opposed to led by me so let's get right into it grace how are you today love Perfect. i'm all right chick just choked on my coffee and we had to retake but yeah yeah, yeah we're after here now. we're all here ready yep. to chat some some branding and that broader branding so i think obviously i did mention i don't know if i said that in the past take but my podcasts have kind of you'll know because I've spoken to you separately, but just for people listening, have kind of gone across different aspects of branding. So they've mm. looked at individuals' branding. So we've had Tia come on and she's kind of covered her own personal shop and how she branded yes. that and how she's had her issues. And then we've mm-hmm. had the wonderful Saskia, who has, we've kind of discussed her issues of branding herself as a female within the music industry and the pressures of social media within that. Yes, we've had one definitely. for myself, which is about kind of a personal branding aspect of summer marketing and feeling like you have to kind of rebrand and stuff like this and then this is going to be a bit more broad a bit more looking at the people that kind of influence us brand- and the yeah. world and kind of the fashion world and branding in the way that people dress themselves they they've changed their faces all stuff like that so let's get yeah. right into it let's so- get right into it one thing that's been on the tip of mine and Grace's tongues of late, which is crazy to me that's come from this year, and I think it is a pinnacle example of how much celebrity culture has not only been exposed, but also possibly gone too far. And Grace yes. and Joel probably guess what I'm about to say. It is the rise of a Zempic. Oh, don't get me started. And... As of yesterday, it has just been passed by the NHS, which is huge. Well, to to run it down for anyone that hasn't, I mean, I don't know if you've been living under a rock or you just don't care to waste your brain brain cells and time on this. But Azempic is known to be, is being used as a weight loss drug. So you can see that the the Kardashians are a prime example. I think they'll come up quite a lot in this podcast. Um, But the Kardashians have suddenly lost their BBL bodies rapidly at like a yes. great rate. And now they there's been a lot that's been said about how they're kind of now branding themselves, trying to look more like white women 
after taking so much from token like people of color physiques yes and do you know what i mean have you seen that i oh 100 as well it's this whole thing of we're looking back to the 90s now as social mm-hmm. fashionable trends and we're looking back to heroin sheep everyone wants mm-hmm. to be so skinny and yep what did kate moss say skinny tastes better Oh, what was even, it? What was her quote? I even have it my, was my Kate Coke here. I do have a Kate Coke in the thing. I think she said, um, "Something tastes better than like skinny feels." I like know nothing what you tastes mean. nothing tastes better than skinny feels. Yeah, was her quote, which you know, it's not we could see being resurfaced, like resurged in a way. Yeah. yeah, and also Azempic is hilarious because it's offered a catalyst for this to happen because azempic is like in its uh, in its main form it's a diabetes drug yes 100 percent. and i think which go on like i think i remember watching a celebrity interview and she was saying oh i've gone to my doctor and weight loss pills this this and this and this girl was like well this other woman was like oh you've got to get on azempic and then she looked at her packet and she just had a different variation of azempic of azempic yeah it's yeah it's, it's well. an epidemic if you actually do look at it. Oh, 100%. People are wanting to get skinny fast, but that's always been the case. And there's mm-hmm. not been a drug that does it for you until now, mm-hmm. unless and also, you were to get surgery. In a lot of cases, say with the Kardashians as well, they, I mean, obviously a lot of it is for show, but they do quite openly hammer the gym. So combining yes. that with hammering the gym, I can't even imagine the damage that does to your body. Oh my God, no. And how quickly it would change your body. Yeah, 100%. I think so it's it's important to note, though, that it is speculated that this is what the Kardashians have been using. Yeah, 100%. And it is speculative of all of these celebrities. A celebrity who comes up a lot as well that's used it is Rebel Wilson, um, who had massive weight loss. Um, But But I think it's interesting, though, that we're even talking about this. Like, Why is weight loss embedded so much in celebrity culture and why is weight loss it's so know... essential to their branding but it's funny yes. that you mention Rebel Wilson because as amazing as she looks now funnily enough she's now not getting booked as much because her character which is she was typecast was the plus size funny friend yeah she was fat Amy yes so now like in terms of her actual bookings and stuff as as happy that she must be in, I hope she is in herself I can't make any comments. Yeah. It's kind of backfired for her career wise, but also it's to fit into that Hollywood kind of norm. Whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It is interesting though. I and don't also know what, what else there is. Go on. I know what goes hand in hand with that that's been so prevalent. And again, as Grace quite rightly said, it is a speculation. Um what goes hand in hand with all of this appears to be buckle fat removal. Yes. Buckle fat removal has changed people's faces. And I think a prime example of that is Amelia Hamlin Gray. Yes, Lisa Rinna's daughter. Yes, who's come under quite a lot of fire recently because her rebrand, because it was very much, she did this rebrand and it was kind of her modelling debut, her Nepo baby debut um, this year. And her debut was for Balenciaga 
and it was obviously when it was that kind of dead core thin brow almost that 90s heroin chic but in a more gothic form coming to fruition but it was controversial i really it's annoying me that i can't remember her name but it appears that her face has been modeled off someone else oh really who's quite prevalent in social media it's infuriating me that i can't think what the name is because a great pr stunt that they did was they then did a photo shoot with the two of them together oh really which in terms of like pr and rescue yeah is stunning yeah but it is also really scary is. oh yeah but this a, is what she had she had doe features i remember it was so apparent yes. she had like lovely doe eyes like a, a fuller cheek yes. and for anyone that doesn't know about buckle fat grace current correct me if i'm wrong does it take from like your nasal 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 lobe your lobes it is called? the collagen i think in your face so it no longer grows back and it gives you these dead cheekbone looks imagine mm-hmm. a tim burton movie brought to life so yeah. true that's so yeah so correct yeah but that's um, also because a lot of people i mean obviously tiktok and twitter are horrendous for speculation and oh, obviously 100%. and uh, I, like I, the two of us if we're being completely honest oh well, yeah to, yeah to be fair and also like i'm i was listening to olivia neal's podcast and i speak about this podcast quite a lot on mine because I really enjoy how she kind of speaks quite openly about things and she was like she's just recently had her boobs done and um she was saying how she was in two minds about posting it because she knows that she has an obligation because she has so many younger impressionable followers Mm -hmm. who also like I was speaking to a friend the other day and she was like I'm actually quite annoyed that she's got a boob job because I hadn't seen someone with a flatter chest. And I mean, she hasn't got a ridiculous boob job. She's gone to a B club. But yes. like, Olivia Neal was like, I'm in such a predicament because I don't want to promote it, but I don't want to hide it. And then also, I want to keep some things away from the media. But she was just like, I've made my career off being far too open on social media, so I've made my bed so I need to lie in it. Whereas these celebrities, we're all just watching it. And it's yes. like, is this... And speculate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. I think that's another thing which comes with personal branding at the minute. I feel like we've been brought up via social media where everything was very hush-hush and only over the Mm -hmm. past few years have we actually seen a change in in personal branding. People want... They want a more personable influencer, if that makes sense. So... To be fair, TikTok and I will stuff say, was the new age of that. But I will probably, you'll remember this, because me and Grace are the Kardashians' halls. Um, a quite poignant one to me that I remember is um, when Kylie Jenner at first denied her lips, and then she actually came out and, and kind of owned it. I mean, after she'd branded herself amazingly by bringing out lip kits, mm-hmm. something that Grace succumbed to age 15, Yes, but, but it did it, it, it did. it did the job. Oh my god, one hundred percent. Helen, my mother, Helen, had to pay customs hey, on oh the lip god, kits. Yeah. Dolce K, Dolce K, was a moment. And what in was time. the lip gloss? Pop, pop in lip gloss. Oh my Get god, Alex, muted girl. Pop in lip pop gloss. Pop in lip yeah. gloss. Yeah. Sorry, she has a mind of her own sometimes. 
Yeah, the AI has gone up. I'm supposed to accept my offer. Oh, yes, see. Um. Anyway. No, but obviously she came out with that. But in her most, in the, yes. the te- teaser for the Kardashians, she's then come and said she went. I don't know if it's just part of the teaser, but she said I'm actually concerned now that every single one of us has a daughter, and they predominantly have daughters in the Kardashians in the yes. Kardashian Jenner clan, that we've set this horrible precedent and world for our daughters and she was like i'd let stormy change anything but i don't want her to think because mommy did that she has, she has to. to interesting interesting Which take I've... as well especially I mean, obviously... from some may yeah. say the fakest one out of them all and i don't mean fake as in personality no no i mean well i guess because she when you can get it young it can be a lot better done oh 100 percent. also she she left home at such a young age as well that she was mm-hmm. able to get it done. She was in the public eye from... Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously. But I don't know. I just think it's interesting that, like... I think you can see it in makeup in a way that we are moving away from... A what? How would you say it? From an... I don't know. From, like, a cake to look... And very like yeah, glamorous from, like, having, to... to having to paint every feature on. Yes. Like no to... feature be around because it'd be so underpainted, then overpainted, then Yes. Do you know what I mean? Then basically. To something a lot more na- yes, to something a lot more natural. Um but I think like is that going to change like body wise? Are people going to embrace their bodies a lot more? Which... Well, that was rumoured with a lot of celebrities, again, the Kardashians. This is not a Kardashians hate podcast. I love the Kardashians. <laughs> I just know far too much about them. But obviously, there's people arguing that they have reduced the sizes of their... I don't know what they had done, whether it was a BBL, whether it was a non-surgical, whether it was a hyaluronic yes. acid job. Um, but they have lost that as well. Yes. I don't know. I just think it's... We're seeing in it... If we take it away from the Kardashians... We are seeing a lot more inclusivity mm-hmm. in a sense where brands about, are about using plus size models. Exactly. Shock, actually, to then take it into what we're next going to talk about. Chanel. Mm-hmm. Chanel have been having mm-hmm. plus size models on their most recent catwalk, which. But is... then their most recent catwalk is a shit show. Oh, 100%. However, I, I thought you were going to argue that until you might have liked it. Yeah, no, of course, inclusivity is amazing. A lot more then, inclusive. It's kind of one of those things where because it was, it was, hasn't been done for so long that now it's done, it feels like a brand's box ticker. And they always mm. seem to just have a token plus size model. It's just like, you're not, they, they don't have an in between. They just have skinny girls. No. And then maybe a size 16. 16. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like nothing, nothing bigger, nothing, no mid, mid size models. No. Oh, no, no. But at yeah, all. As, I think that's quite, quite, quite a natural pull around to the Met Gala mm. because we said we wanted to chat about this today. So, as you all will have yes. known, this year's Met Gala was in tribute to Carl Lagerfeld. And that, like, Carl Lagerfeld is undeniably a force that shaped fashion with iconic tokens such as pearls, his tweeds, and, like, unique blend of kind of traditional French fashion and innovation. You can't deny that. 
But no, just not. because he was talented doesn't make him a good person. No, not like, at all. He, Grace, remind me, you, you're more well-versed in his kind of more... Radical is the wrong word, but outspoken kind of derogatory. Hated, hated, hated fat people. Um, yeah. He, what's it called? He said, if you ever wear sweatpants, you have given up on life, which is very, very funny now, considering we went through COVID and loungewear is such a prolific part of day-to-day life. I actively feel confident if I'm in a matching jogger set. Yeah. But now, because I'm just like, I'm, it's kind of like you don't care. But also, even yeah. again, I've, I don't know if I'm a stuck record. He slated the Kardashians and then became oh, best friends yeah. with them. Hated them. Um, I have a feeling he was also a racist. Yeah, um, I've heard that speculated as well. We should have yes. called this podcast Speculation Pod. We Me and Grace have all... come out with our own. It'll be uh, the Speculation, speculation. Sisters. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, yeah, there was many, many more things that he had Ooh. said, but I just, you know, you, there was a lot said from that man. However, did I? Am I having... Wait. Well, I think you're fine now. Okay. Can you hear me? Hopefully. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hopefully it would have just come through. You might want to just repeat what you were saying, yeah. though, just in case. Because I'll crop it back in. Cannot remember, if I'm being completely honest. It's all right, girl. Um... Anyway, so obviously, yeah, he has a lot of controversial things surrounding him, despite being such a talented person. Um, yes. What, a brief little technical issue there. We're back. It baffles Sorry me about when, that. in this day and age, you can have technical issues when cars can drive themselves. But as we, were naturally, as we were saying, we just moved on to, after discussing... Carl Lagerfeld's kind of controversies and kind of his whatever. We won't linger on it too much. That aside, yeah. how did you feel about the theme this year, about how the Met chose the brand to do this as their, their brand for it? Yeah, I think... Oh, I didn't like him as a person. Yeah, I agree with However, that. you have to give credit where credit is due Yeah, and say that you know, he did change things within the industry. He 100%. was a revolutionary. However, I would have liked to see someone different rather than him. Also, but why has me... it taken so many years to get to him? Yes. But so also personally... Me, me and Alessia, my what? housemate, we were saying, if only it could have been Vivian Westwood. That would have been yes. the most phenomenal phenomenal. phenomenal Met theme. Yes. However, I don't know. This is just me assuming, based on the two individuals' characters, how much to Anna Wintour's taste Vivian was. Oh, I feel like she was liked. I feel like you you've got to give credit where credit's due. She was. She was a revolutionary. Yeah. She changed punk fashion and created oh, no, I completely agree with fashion. That. As it was forever, and I think there might have actually been a lot more interesting pieces had we have even seen... McQueen, McQueen. I feel like it's coming up on how many years since he died. Yes, we could have had McQueen. We could have had Gianni Versace. We could have had mm-hmm. so many different designers mm-hmm. that have paved the way for fashion. Yet we got Karl Lagerfeld. 
yeah. who was a controversy. You know, who, yeah, didn't have yeah. the best rep, let's say. No, I, com- I completely agree with what you're saying there, Grace. What would you, like, with the whole Carl Lagerfeld theme, we'll move on to the theme in a minute, but mm-hmm. do you not kind of feel, because obviously in celebrity culture, like what we've seen with Coachella and stuff like that, and just kind of a lot of how celebrities are styling yeah. themselves. Um, there's this new kind of dress to be boring and unnoticed. Do you not think it's quite ironic and reminiscent of this new rise of like bloody Kendall Jenner wearing a suit trousers and a pair of boots for Coachella? Do you know what I mean? Or like, do you know what I mean? What do you mean? No. So it's it's quite a flat theme I think it could have been a good theme mm-hmm. and I use the word could have mm-hmm. very very you know it could have we could have seen Hawkeye Chanel we could have seen I don't know people could have gone so far with it I think people are a bit comfortable every Yes, people are a bit comfortable, and I feel like we are seeing it every single year, year after year, with the Met Gala. And, you know, celebrities aren't pulling out what the Met Gala had turned into. However, mm-hmm. I think you've got to remember the Met isn't just about the red carpet, it is about oh, no, the Fashion Institute within the museum, and mm-hmm. it isn't all about the clothing. However, to gain money and to help support the Met, there should be massive moments that people mm-hmm. talk about. Well, um, it's, it's, a, it's a yearly pop culture moment, a fashion moment. So Of course it is. And I think people are starting to get bored because it's like, we've seen that. We knew that's what she was going to wear. We've, you know, I don't know. And it has turned yeah. into this like pop culture phenomenon when it used to be, no one really cared that much. Stella McCartney mm-hmm. one year forgot that it was on. And her and her friend well, last minute had to create T-shirts, which became an iconic image within pop culture. But Stella McCartney so, you know, this year, that was a that was a moment. That the, was a moment. The, I kind of love her for it. No, I absolutely agree. I mean, it was strange yeah. because Aubrey Plaza was clearly having some sort of moment. Aneurysm. Something. Yeah, I don't. This was, I mean, obviously the Stella McCartney moment, I don't know if anyone saw, was where the interviewer couldn't remember. Was it that she couldn't remember her name or she didn't know that she designed the dress and she was very like. She didn't know that she was Stella McCartney and going yes. like, oh, so you're wearing Stella McCartney. And she was like, um, and then she was going, me. Stella. And then she's like, McCartney. And then yeah. she was like, like, that's when you fucked it. But when yeah. I was looking at Aubrey Plaza, a brand that I've seen, uh, a brand, like a personal brand or like a personality that I've seen a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. put on and it's it started from kind of Fashion Week upwards this year is people mm. really putting characters on, like Doja Cat. What the, what the yeah. fuck? What's the fuck? Oh, like, I kind of loved it though. No, she looked amazing, but don't sit, it. don't sit and meow in an interview. Like no, one meow I feel like funny. that's... Sorry, but it's a bit camp, and it's a it, pop no, it's culture camp. moment. I know, but it's also it's kind of It's a pop culture of, moment. But it's kind of like getting to the point where it's kind of like PR stunt, or do you know what I mean? Like okay, yes, how, to some extent. How hard can you try to do that? Like, 
I, I mean, obviously, she's never, ever going to be able to beat the Chaparelli moment from Fashion Week. That was amazing. Tampon and all. That was, like, yeah. the best. But yes. I don't know. And, like, Aubrey Plaza being like, it's Aubrey Slagovnik or Slagov, like, emphasising the word slag and, like, playing on that and trying to yes. have this alter ego. I understand that these, especially Aubrey Plaza and, like, General Ortega, they have these characters that, yes, that they're, they're associated with. But I was just kind of like, hmm, do you know what I yes. mean? Yes, I feel like as well it's this thing of now where celebrities are trying to create these viral moments that are mm. going to explode on the internet. Feels like everything's made for bloody TikTok, which it is, to be fair, and it, Yes, which it is. However, you can tell sometimes when it is forced. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I so agree. I disagree with you on the Doja Cat thing, mm-hmm. because I feel like she is quirky, she is, yeah. she's not like a normal celebrity, she's very much vaping in on the, the current... Vaping, vaping on the catwalk, that was iconic, that was hilarious. That was, yes, and that was an un... that was an organic moment, I think. Well, like, that's, that's And the meowing, point. yes. However... I feel like she is just a bit weird and quirky and yeah. her meow was just her personality. Yeah. Whereas if we saw someone like, I don't know. Fucking Kendall Jenner starting to meow. <laughs> Kendall Jenner meowing. It's going to be like, that's not her humour. That is I want to see. I want to see. Brand. Imagine if Jared Leto took that fucking cat. Sorry, I'm swearing so much on this week's podcast. Took that bloody cat head off and it was actually Anna Wintour. Imagine that. Obviously Amazing. that would never well, happen. She supposedly soft launched her boyfriend i that saw was another that thing is, on the carpet. and i love what well, i forgot his name hugh hugh no uh bill nye bill nye thank you bill nye. i love yeah. bill nye he's such a good actor he's been in so many great things he is the however holiday. Ugh, the holiday when he plays oh. the sleazy the sleazy jingle man the, oh don't don't I get me started. Right, back to the podcast because we are getting off topic. We need to talk about best dress. Yeah. Best dressed. I'm saying it, Doja Cat. Loved it. Um, I loved it. Also, the fact that she didn't even know that Karl Lagerfeld had a cat is even funnier that she did full prosthetics. I don't for one minute believe that she she has a styling team around her who are oh yes the styling team decided it but I don't think she knew because that is a video it's it's Doja Cat's world and we're just living in it to be honest exactly Jared Leto hate the man love the outfit Lil Nas camp but it was a bit too gay at a festival yeah didn't need to see the arse cheeks yeah, it's very much a James, James, James Charles at Coachella vibe. That's like, chaps, it's like, it very it's like that's the equivalent of wearing chaps to thingy. <laughs> Whereas someone who showed body, who I loved and looked amazing doing it, Bad Bunny. Uh, he, didn't they, see. he went with he went with Jack and Moose. He had oh, the backless suit okay. with the J jewel, and that was Simon Jack and Moose's first mm. ever met. And I think he really stuck to the brand. Love that. But another person that I don't think got enough recognition, and I did not ever expect to come looking 
so camp, so chic, but also be taking the piss and playing on it. Cardi B. I mm-hmm. loved what Cardi B wore. So, I absolutely adored Cardi B's outfit. However, I did some deep dive Instagram diving mm-hmm. and found her dress had been worn by a separate woman days before the Met Gala. No, well, for that was, the Prince Trust. That was a that was a at the outfit repeat situation. I saw was quite a lot because Paris Hilton and someone else they were in the same heels. Um, yeah. Oh, what's her name? The one that everyone hates because of Harry Styles, Olivia Wild. She was wearing the same. I it wasn't Fendi. She was. Was it Fendi? She was the, wearing the, the same the... dress as someone else. I have I it saved. Be... No, it was not. It was Chloe. Yeah, and I was just like, that's yeah. bad on Chloe's team. Like someone yeah. is definitely to someone's getting fired drive. for that. Someone is getting fired for that. Mm. No, I need to deep dive though into this. Into what this what's saying... it called? Into this Cardi B moment. Yeah. Let me show you where. So this woman is called Natasha Punawala, mm-hmm. right? And she was on the 28th of April, which is just days before the first mm-hmm. Monday of May. She was at the Prince's Trust with the CEO of Vogue, British Vogue, yeah? Uh-huh. With Rita Ora and Rita Ora's husband wearing... Rita Ora looked the exact, good. Rita Ora did look good. The exact same dress as what Cardi B had worn. No bought. way, that's crazy. Yes. So Still, Cardi's, like Cardi did it at the Met, so I don't care. She did. She did. Again, However, I just think again, it's interesting. These looks are being repeated. They are yeah. one of a kind. And I'm thinking, like, is this down to the brand? Or is this a celebrity being pushy? Because personally, I obviously, I feel like this is glorifying celebrities. But if you're a brand dressing a celebrity... You, for your own personal brand, you need to churn two looks out. Fair enough if it's not a big celebrity. That's still a Vogue dinner. But, like, I think if you've, you, obviously they work with the houses. They know yeah. that that dress is coming out on the thing. He's wearing So what? you just look unprofessional as a brand doing that. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? no, I 100% agree. And I feel like it's another thing of, like, PR. It's like, are these people asking, mm-hmm. you know? Are these people like asking and begging for these dresses? I don't know. I can look up as to what I never know these does. days. Um, we'll leave her for Deb because one that we haven't touched on is this year's board committee member herself, Miss Dula Peep, Dua Lipa, who in okay. total was wearing 20, I think it was two million pounds worth of clothing and jewelry altogether, and she it's was wearing more. a Tiffany jewel. It was either two million or twenty million. It was probably twenty million. I think twenty million might 20 be right. Um, but yeah, because she had a Tiffany that not one other person had worn, and then that. Be- I know it was a little bit, um, kind of Beauty and the Beast. I loved it. I just. Oh. It was a bit. Warm, I had I'll seen that. better that night. Yeah. And I think it was, it. she kept it safe, mm-hmm. is the right way to put it. She kept yeah. it very, very safe. And, you know, we saw a lot of different looks on the night that weren't as safe, you know, mm-hmm. but were still gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, Rita Ora loved her outfit. Rihanna loved her outfit. Oh, yeah, and ASAP Rocky. Oh, my good Lord. He looks amazing. ASAP and Gucci. He was Gucci, wasn't he? He, let me check. I believe he was Gucci. I have all of these saved. Mm -hmm. I think he was Gucci because he's just in the latest Gucci Guilty campaign. I'll have to. So it doesn't surprise me. There's two people that I want to mention as well. We'll go off the, the other ones that I feel. I mean, this podcast is convoluted because we are just chatting about celebrities and whatever. But I think it's really interesting to oh, look yeah. at. Chat and chat. But in terms of Carl's personal brand and the Carl girls, you've got Cara Delevingne and Kendall mm-hmm. did end up being up there. It was kind of like Kendall, Cara, Naomi, Gigi. Would you put Kendall? She walked in a lot of shows was and was in a up. lot of... I wouldn't put, no, I wouldn't put her high up, but she still was on the roster of Carl Girls. Yes. In that and she did look like closely. you just got crisped. Yeah, I was... I mean, yeah, the, the shoes were ridiculously camp. They were amazing. But it's See, like... See, if she Drag pulled Ra- that out for... What's it called? Mm-hmm. For the Met Gala camp Yeah, theme, no, I agree. She could have smashed it. Could have smashed it. It made me laugh because the first thing when I saw that, I thought of what Michelle Visage says to all the queens on Drag Race. She says, don't come out here in a bodysuit. Do you know what I mean? Like, come out here in a fully-fledged look. Coming out in just a bodysuit is just, you're just showing off your figure, that's it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's one now. It's bland. It's Kendall. Which is her. True to her brand, a branding queenie. True to her brand. But moving further, Miss yeah. Cara Delevingne. The more I look at it, the more I like it. However, the fact it was literally a t-shirt, dr- not a t-shirt dress, it was a shirt a dress. Shirt. Mm-hmm. A shirt. But I think that is because she's obviously in a contract with Carl Lagerfeld as opposed to Chanel. Because is after she? she had her... She just had her break. Obviously, she wasn't very well. Um, and yeah. then she, well, she had her, what, a nervous breakdown. And then as of a week later, she still had, it was Cara by, Carl by Cara came out. Yeah. So mm. I've seen some people say they loved it. I, like, if it wasn't Cara Delevingne, I wouldn't. It just really... lay very flat for me. Yeah. The hair I didn't like. I just mm-hmm. feel like it was one of those meh, like middle ground sort of things. Like even even Naomi though, Naomi was a Carl girl, pinnacle Carl girl. She looked like she'd been oh, yeah. put in a bridesmaid's dress. Like you know when you've got to go to auntie's wedding, you're like fucking hell. Like I can't even choose my own dress. I've got to wear I that pink dress. This. It was that, and it was also a runway moment. Oh, notable mention to Nicole Kidman. Loved her dress. Yes, she wore her yes. Chanel. Yeah, she wore her Chanel number no. five campaign dress. You said you wish she, of... she ran up the stairs, didn't you? Yes, we have talked about this. Wish she had ran up the stairs and recreated that moment because the dress looked so beautiful in movement, but it mm-hmm. didn't look. It didn't hit the target as well. Just stood still mm-hmm. and walking very, very slowly up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Should we anyway, get on to worst dress? 
Yes, let's do worst, and then I've got another one, and then we can get to wrapping. Go. Who's in your yeah. worst? Oh my god, Ice Spice, my darling. You know this okay. might be her only. I, no, I completely agree, but I do have sympathy for yep. the girl. She's young, and she she said herself that she only got asked a matter of days before. Oh really? Yeah, like she was very much on the last last thing and she is kind of one of those people where it's like a re- like a relevant pop and i love ice spice yes oh my god i love her oh i love ice but spice as well she, um one i didn't like but she was dressed by, by balmain and i was shocked at that was she mm-hmm. see i just yeah not for me um yeah, I agree. who else who else oh i have just seen bad bunnies isn't it amazing? Don't you dare mm. put him anywhere near worse for us. It is amazing. Oh, Serena Williams. What on worst dressed? For Gucci, yeah. I'm gonna have to Google this. It's just look, I'm showing you. Oh, actually I remember seeing this now. Everyone was coming for Lax Luster. Emma Chamberlain. I love my Okay, girl, so I have my qualms. I have my qualms about it. I think hated it in blue. Hated loved that it, it was the exact same style. Loved it in black, but hated that it was the, that exact same Yumi style that we saw all last year. And also the fact that Zara, I mean, obviously the nature of Zara and Primark and Motel Rocks and whatnot is that they can churn out a dupe like that, but it's no longer a moment anymore. Yes, Mew Mew can be preppy and it can be camp. Like, I see Lavinia wearing some amazing new pieces, but they've actually gone yes. from preppy to utilitarian now. That's the that's yes, been their, exactly. like, change in the past year. So why do something you've fucking seen before? Like, I love Emma Chamberlain with my entire heart and soul, but, no. Yeah, I, I do agree. Another, another worst dress for me, Suki Waterhouse. Yeah, she she, just she looked... came out with Robert Patterson. She yeah. looked like she was going to a garden party wedding. Yeah, no, I um, completely completely sort of agree. Lil Nas, yeah, who else? Another another notable one. No, Lil Nas. There's a picture where you can see, yeah. and this is a fuck up from his team. You can see the silver on his leg, not going all the way into the boot. The skin showing. Really? Mm-hmm. See that? Which <laughs> that suddenly turned. No, no, no. I've looked looked into this. I mean, I'll say it's a speculation, but that okay. means it suddenly goes to you're off to Abba Boy Voyage and you've ordered some silver leggings off Amazon. You know exactly what I mean. God's sake. Oh, 100%. Oh, um, another for me. Another for me was Lily. Lily Collins. What was her name? Oh, Lily, Lily Collins, Collins hated the dress. Yeah. Why did she have hilarious. to have Carl? Yeah, but there was two. Do you not see the picture? It was her and someone else. Both with this. I can't remember who the other person was. But her and someone else both on the carpet, and they mm-hmm. both had the Carl in line. I don't think it was meant to be a moment. Also, hilarious to go back to the beginning of our oh. conversation. 
Um, did you see all the memes where they went, that carpet is so aggressively sponsored by Azempic? The carpet was the yes. exact same pictures as the packet. And I was like, that's absolutely hilarious. It was great. Anna, J-Lo. she never does it. J-Lo. J-Lo looked fabulous. Yeah. Do you know who I really liked? Oh, no, I don't think Which is a bit controversial. Fabulous. I don't know. We're on, oh, we're on worst drives. No, we're on worst dress. Bitch. Okay, well, I thought you... Okay. We've done, we've done best dress already. I was just saying, I like Jolo's outfit. No. Hmm. Oh, Giselle, the famous Giselle model. Went, is, she did she come in a wedding more. dress? She just came in one that yes, she literally already just... had, that Carl let her keep that was just in her wardrobe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Very she was sustainable like, of her. Amanda Seyfried. Didn't see her dress. That clown ass fucking hair. Oh no, but that was that was a dress that Carl gave her. I don't care, I didn't like it. Period. Okay. Anyway, I feel like we've kind of touched on the worst dress. So I don't want to just have us shouting about who we liked and who, who we, we didn't don't like. What yes. we I think we're in agreement about this, but I'll ask you who which brand who dress people would you say was the MVP of the map? I think Versace does it every I, time. Tom Brown to me. Tom Brown a hundred percent. Oh my god, yes, I forgot about Tom Brown. Yes, Tom Brown, Tom Brown. Tom Brown one hundred percent really come into his own of late, I feel. Oh yeah. And it's becoming one of those designers that we are going to see a lot more. And mm-hmm. it's creating moments. Which I love. And creating such well-designed items. Clever pieces. Yes, Tom yeah. Brown. Yeah. Yes, Tom Brown, 100%. You are completely correct. I forgot about him. Worst brand. Worst brand. I think I'm saying mm. um, possibly... Um, I mean, there'll be some smaller ones, but I don't yeah. remember seeing any Fendi pieces that I liked. I didn't see any standout Fendi pieces. Which mm. is disappointing because I, I might be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but I swear this is um, Matthew Williams's first Met. Oh, is it? It's either first or second, but like, fair and, like I just think if it's his second, that's even more reason to be like, Come on. In with it. But Matthew Williams, like, he's Elite's, like, his brand is Elite's, which is kind of tech wear. Like, yes. he's he's no ball designer, do you know what I mean? No. I think, hmm, who is my worst designer? I'm trying to think. I don't think any of the Chloe. Chloe didn't stick for me. You're so right, though. Yeah. Chloe didn't stick. Um... Also, I'm. So did Chanel have a table? They like. I, did Chanel? Did Chanel design for anyone? Is the question. Well, based on that runway, I hope not. But I actually can't remember, which is horrific. I should have researched. Well, yeah, when it's their own brand. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like to round off the mat. I feel like it's becoming. It's no longer this entity. 
and it's, it's just becoming one of the minute the minute, the minute they let James Charles go to the mat <laughs> and the D'Amelios and I mean I wouldn't use I wouldn't use that the as minute. the reason. No, but I do think that was the catalyst for it becoming not about fashion greatness or kind of industry yes, celebration. It, I, again, it is a it is a it is a charity fundraising ball. So, but it does have fashion. such exclusivity. Yeah, and it does have such ex- exclusivity to it that you kind of think like, who? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I just yeah. I think it's an interesting one. It went from socialites to celebrities, to like movie stars, and then mm-hmm. it went to influencers. And now it's back at this place where you're not seeing as many influencers. Mm-hmm. You really aren't, because I think they got a lot of backlash for it. Yeah. However, I think it's this big, fat, you know, it's this big, fat breeding ground of everyone trying to make these, like, cultural not cultural like pop cultural yeah yeah 100 percent. and viral moments which mm-hmm. it isn't all about and i feel like the public uh like seeing through that almost a hundred percent well i feel opinion. like we've covered everything we've looked at these yeah. kind of i think we've kind of looked at beauty branding and trends along with fashion in this podcast yes. because You've looked at the Met, which is kind of like it's it's a pivotal pivotal moment. First May, first Monday, is it first Monday in May? First Monday of May, yeah. First Monday of May every every year. So I don't know. I just think the world yeah, is a strange place, but in some ways, I'm quite I'm very excited to live through and watch these kind of personal branding cultural resets because it's so so interesting to see. And it changes so frequently as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are going to see over the next few years. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the way that things are going social media wise, people are wanting a lot more transparency mm-hmm. and people are wanting to, they're wanting a more personable mm-hmm. personality, um, which we haven't had previously. You know, growing up, we looked up to, the Kardashians and Instagram models and these per- people who, you know, their lives were perfect on Instagram. But mm-hmm. now the younger generation are growing up with these personable personalities that mm-hmm. are sort of changing the game, I would say. And I think it'll be interesting to see over the next few years, the next generation grow up with a different set of influencers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not influencers, influencers. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's completely different. Also, it'll be interesting to see as well the way Ozempic goes because yeah. if I'm being completely honest, I thought about taking it. It's just being signed off by the NHS. It's for just been signed off for weight loss as well. However, has it ran the test? Has it been ran through all of the tests? Has it? Because I know obviously it's now like FDA approved and stuff, but have we? watched it over time take its toll on people the thing is and how is it going to affect people's body because people are so easy to jump on something and it could like affect their lives since we since we had no choice well people had a choice but to take a vaccine that was under for covid that was under it was so fastly made and obviously there was lots of different things regarding that 
I think maybe people are of a breath now where they're like, maybe I don't need to bat an eyelid. Do you know what I mean? True. But maybe you should. Well, Take that a moment. is true. Take a moment and think but about it, people. Maybe in a year's time, we'll come back and we'll re-record this and we'll see... Buccal fat removed Grace Callahan and Oh, God, damn. Um, I'll just be skin of bones. I look like that person off Towie who's just like... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know someone who knows him. Well, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Well, thank you, Grace Percy, for coming on for a great so podcast. Awesome. I can't wait to edit this. I think this is going to be a hoot and a howl to edit. Um, and yeah, thank everyone for listening. We'll be back. I kind of think. I think Phoebe is our next episode, and they are going to be introducing their um kind of brand and collective called Collaborate at First Sight. If it's not the next episode, I apologise. I've lied to you, but stay tuned. So thank you again, Grace, and thanks everyone for listening. So welcome.